Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with your daily VR investing podcast. After putting in the best month since January of 1987 and the best April since the Great Depression, we returned back to the uh, to the downside of our bear market rally today. Uh, Dow Jones finishing down 622 points, closing back below 24,000 today, closing at 23,723. That puts us right at 900 points lower in the last couple of days. Again, selling may go away. A lot of things we'll cover today that tells us that, yes, it's quite likely their bear market rally is now done. Uh, Russell 2000 led the way lower today, down 3.8%. Right behind it, the NASDAQ down 3.2%. It gives a, a sharp 6% decline in the NASDAQ the last two days. And finally, S&P 500 down right about the same as the, as the Dow, down 2.8%, closing at 2830. Um, it was a story really of uh, quite a bit of ugliness in the internals today. I'll cover that in just a moment. But one of the things we've been covering here this week, Tyler got into it yesterday. Again, we just want to point out the, these, these bull and bear markets have patterns. They have repeating patterns. And typically the way a bull market moves higher those patterns continue to play out. And the same thing with the bear market. So this is all new to us, right? First time we've been bearish now in 11 years. But we remember well the pattern that began in February, late February, when this sell-off, this coronavirus insanity sell-off began. Uh, we noticed the, what the playbook was then. We believe we'll see a repeat of this time. Uh, oil started to move lower last time. This is, again, late, late February. Oil started to collapse. Well, oil today was up. That's a positive, even even in this down day. We saw, again, late February, the market internals really started to break down aggressively. We saw that today. Let me cover that real quickly for you. Market internals were just flat out ugly today. Uh, 10 to 1 negative, <clears throat> better than 10 to 1 negative, uh, up down volume NYSE. Uh, advanced decline in NYSE was right at almost 9 to 1 negative. A little bit better in the NASDAQ, but but not a whole lot. We're talking about 4 to Five to one negative readings. There's really not much of a bright spot there. So we're starting to see a breakdown of the internals. It began yesterday with two to one across the board. After five straight days of better than two to one positive internals, we now got a couple ugly days back to back. Also, again, the, the late February sell-off began also with the tech, semis, biotech, healthcare, really started leading the way lower. And that is exactly what we saw yesterday and again today. The NASDAQ was down again 3.2%. But what leads the NASDAQ? What leads tech? Semiconductors. SMH, the uh, semi-ETF, uh, down another 4.6% today. So not, uh, not encouraging if you're bullish. It just is not. And, and how, could you really be, how could you really be bullish now fundamentally? This morning we learned that the, uh, uh, the PMIs, the Purchase Manager, Manager Index, hit uh, the lowest level since the 1950s. 30 million unemployed. We know all these facts. It's just economic devastation. Next Friday, we're going to find out what the official unemployment number is, even though we know that roughly one in four Americans are out of work. And that's what makes this especially painful, because this is a global, a global economic slowdown of size and scope. This is not just limited to one country or one market. Uh, this is how depressions actually occur. We're very concerned about this, especially when you have the likes of a Dr. Fauci, excuse me, President Fauci, who comes out again almost daily now and says that wave two is going to be far worse than or as bad as wave one. And uh, we've got to be really careful about opening these states up. You know, if he had even been close to being accurate 
on on the death totals for wave one. He's only been off by more than 99%. Maybe we'd listen to him. This is, uh, we've been calling it the coronavirus insanity because this is intentional economic destruction for a flu that targets the elderly and the vulnerable and pretty much everybody under the age of 60 is unimpacted by this to any degree whatsoever. Children, young people, not even impacted. But no, no college, no school. Again, we can come up with no other explanation of this than it's a, a, a intentional economic destruction, intentional destruction of our businesses and, and the employed. It's just, it makes zero sense. That tells us this is about control. This is about the state. Uh, this is about them seeing how far can we push this. Well, we're, we're learning those answers now. And now we've got so many people with PTSD over coronavirus that just will, may, may never feel safe going back on an airplane or, or, or going back to their office building or going back to a restaurant or to a movie or to a hotel. Uh, no, you know, no more tourism. This is going to be long-term devastation. And this is what we're preparing our clients for uh, we said when the bear market rally ended, we believe that is the case now, that we expect at least a retest of the lows. These are very common. Uh, about 60% of the time in bear markets, you have at least a retest, if not a break of the lows. That is what we expect to see here, folks, unfortunately. Uh, there are some groups that continue to do very well. The miners were up again today. Uh, the, the GDX, a minor ETF, is about 4% away uh, from a, a new eight-year high. Gold was up again today. Let's get into that a little bit here uh, in, our, in our commodity watch. Uh, again, this is another sign. Oil, as I said earlier, oil has refused to break lower. That's a positive. That's why we are not aggressively going sh uh, shorter than we, than we already are at this point. Uh, oil today closed up a very healthy 5% today, just under $20 a barrel at $19.77. Hard to believe I'm calling $19.77 a barrel healthy, but uh, it was a, at least a more solid day today. Gold today, again, up another $14 an ounce, back above $1,700 an ounce, closing at $1,707. Silver also up uh, today, up a bit, just seven cents an ounce at $1,504 an ounce. In our uh, sector watch, all 11 S&P 500 sectors closed lower in the day. Again, energy, which has been red hot, that group today led the way lower, down 6%. Uh, right behind it, consumer discretionary and financials down right at 4%. Uh, finally, Bitcoin today trading at 8742 It's been a heck of a run here of $57 a Bitcoin today. Uh, one final note that we'll make here. Um, the banks, <clears throat> again, looking for a lot of folks have been looking for some similarity uh, to what happened back in 2008, 2009. We really don't think that's going to be the case at this point because the banking industry, financial industry is on such firmer footing, really not making the mistakes they made. Uh, over a decade ago. We saw that uh, in news overnight as well, as both J.P. Morgan and Wells Fargo, probably everybody else today, put has now uh, officially placed a freeze on HELOCs, home uh, equity loans, uh, lines of credit, excuse me, home equity lines of credit are now done at J.P. Morgan and Wells Fargo. Uh, that does remove a very attractive source of liquidity for homeowners that uh, should be able to access, you would think, be able to access the capital, the, uh, the uh, liquidity in their home, not, no longer through these banks and probably most others as well. These banks remember what happened. These banks remember the homeowners taking equity out of their homes just before the markets crashed. Many just walked away from their homes altogether, kept that cash. Banks aren't going to let that happen this time. 
but that is a real can be a real problem uh, for individuals trying to access liquidity because that source is not going to be there. Remember, the last time this happened, the last time HELOCs were, uh, were, were were shut down, it took nine years for leading banks to make them available again. So the banks know what's coming. And this will likely put additional pressure on the Trump administration and on the Federal Reserve to provide additional stimulus to the public because, folks, it's going to be needed. Probably a whole lot more on top of the total of $11 trillion in new debt and new uh, quantitative easing from central banks in the U.S. so far, Federal Reserve uh, in the U.S. so far. All right, folks, that's it for the day. Hope you had a good week. Hope you have a good weekend. Please join us again Monday after the close.